You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's ride with Touchdown Denver. Touchdown Denver. Hosted by Nick Ferguson and George Stoya. All right, everybody, we're back from that quick break. And Nick, uh, we talked a little bit about some of the stuff that came out of yesterday's practice, but maybe the number one thing that at least went viral or uh, it's which, you know what, Nick, it seems like every single week there's something with this team, whether it's high knees or a wristband, or hack it. Like, it, there's always something with this team that like becomes a national type story. And yesterday, it was Nathaniel Hackett was asked about uh, the two struggling teams and how you know both the Raiders and Broncos are not heading in the right direction currently. Like, they're just not playing well. And his answer blew up because he said, "Well, somebody's got to win the game." And uh, I tweeted it out. And uh, immediately and was like, well, I guess this means that the game's definitely going to end in a tie now uh, that, that he said that somebody's got to win. Um, and it's, it's blown up. The tweet's blown up and, and the quote's been, you know, everywhere. You, I'm pretty sure they were talking about it on ESPN yesterday. Um, I'm sure Stephen A. Smith will have something interesting to say about it. But what were your thoughts when you saw that quote go out that he said, well, somebody's got to win the game? Well, first of all, big shout out to you, George Story. Woohoo! To my own horn. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, when, I, when you when you hear that, obviously, when the team is struggling, you like, you know, WTF, right? But at the same time, I get what he's saying. He's being really, I guess, uh, honest about the situation. Both teams are not playing well, and if you look at them and you put things side by side, you know. They're going through the same thing. The Broncos have 14 players on IR. The Raiders have 12. They have a new head coach in Josh McDaniels, and he's constantly having meetings with Mark Davis about the direction of the team. Now, the one thing that we don't know as far as Nathaniel Hackett is he having those same type of, you know, game-to-game meetings with the Pinner Walton family. We don't really know that, but they have two quarterbacks that seem to be struggling. Uh, the running game still hadn't, you know, gotten on track, more so the Raiders have been able to run the ball better than the Broncos, and they're having offensive line issues as well. So there's a lot of drama that is similar from one side uh, to the other side. But, yeah, someone someone has to win. Every game, every Sunday, every Thursday, every Monday, someone is typically going to win and someone's typically going to lose. And maybe that was a little tongue-in-cheek for Nathaniel Hackett, and it's not something where people find funny or entertaining. And I guess you could put it in the same Bane as how when Russell says something or has said something while the team has been struggling, where he's thought, you know, maybe let me see if I can lighten up the mood by saying something like this. But this is just where this team is at this particular moment. And until they start winning anything they say at the podium, I don't care what it is. It's going to be something that becomes local and national news. 
Yeah, and there's a bunch of national media, Nick, uh, chiming in on, on the tweet. And they were saying, well, that's one way to not instill confidence in your team. And I didn't take it that way. I took it kind of like you said, tongue in cheek. Like, yeah, both teams are really bad right now, but somebody has to win this game. Uh, And I mean, come on, like people that think he's like saying, oh, like somebody's got to win and I hope it's us. Like, that's not what he's saying. Like he he wants to win this game. He believes this team can win this game. But like, I I, I don't know. I, I think some people took it the wrong way when they're like, hey, uh, you're not instilling confidence in your team. Did you think that at all? Were you like, if you were a player and you saw that quote, would you be like, man, I can't believe he said that? No, I mean, obviously the team knows where they are. They know where the Raiders are at this particular point. And it was kind of obvious that, hey, someone's got to win. That's every single time you face an opponent, right? But I think for me, once again, I go back to this. It was it was Hackett probably trying to throw out a little you know, tongue in cheek even though he knows the severity of the situation or the outcome of the team and with himself, if the team doesn't win. So it's just like, okay, we all know what the circumstances are. And when we look at those circumstances and we look at individuals looking for something to lead their show with, to, to kind of write about, these are those types of things. Yeah. Did he, did he kind of lead into that a little? Yeah, he did. But I still don't think that he was saying that as though, oh, I don't have faith and confidence, you know, in my team. But he was just stating the obvious. And you can't really state the obvious when you are losing because now that creates that that media storm where everything you say now becomes a problem. Yeah, and Nick, the reality is I feel like people just want to nitpick the Broncos, right? Like they're just easy to to poke at right now, right? Like it's anything Russell Wilson says, everybody's gotta, you know, take it and run with it. Anything Nathaniel Hackett says, they're a punching bag right now. And I think that anytime there's anything even close to this, because when I tweeted it out, I thought it was a uh, like a funny quote, you know, because I was just like, well, technically it could end in a tie, and that would be honestly hilarious if it happened <laughs> on Sunday if these two teams ended in a tie. But like I didn't think of it as like oh, he's, he's not putting confidence in his team. I just think that people are looking at anything they can to, to poke fun. And I'm sure the Raiders are the same way. I haven't paid as close attention to the, you know, I actually, I will say I, I turned on uh, ESPN, I believe his first take, and Stephen A. Smith was going on one heck of a rant about the Raiders uh, and why they should fire Josh McDaniels. But, um, you know, I'm sure that they feel the same way in terms of getting a lot of people. And that's what that's what happens when you lose games, right? I mean, look. If you were better, they wouldn't be poking fun at you, would they? Um, so I guess you can you can always just win and, and, and shut people up. But um, I don't know, Nick. It's it's going to be interesting. It's just this weekend's game, I, I think, is is pretty big for the future of this franchise because I, I do think that uh, Hackett will be in a really – I mean, it seems like there's a new rock bottom every week. If they lose to the 2-7 and seven Raiders at home, uh, that would be a, a new rock bottom for this group. Well, I'll tell you, man um... – you know, we do a lot of podcasts, and I'm going to give uh, the title for the next uh, podcast, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. That's what we're going to break down uh, after this game, and we definitely got to get that wow, 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 wow. And then we'll see which plays end up being those bad plays we want to throw in a trash can and just kind of burn them. But this is going to be that type of game uh, for sure. So I'm hoping that the guys on both sides are definitely motivated, right? 
motiv motivated to go out there and show their fan base and also the Raiders trying to show the Broncos fan base that, hey, we are not the worst team in the NFL. And it's just kind of crazy that both teams have been going through the same type of things. And when you look around the league, other teams have had issues with injuries as well. And they've been able to kind of keep things going in the right direction. I'm not saying that those teams who've had those injuries have the better record in their uh, particular division, but they've been able to score points and they've been able to actually look like a better team than we've seen the Raiders look like and the Broncos look like themselves. Well, Nick, one area that the Broncos are going to need to play well if they want to win on Sunday is the offensive line. We talked about it a little bit previously, but that's a group that has struggled all year, Nick. And a lot of it has obviously been injuries, but I also just think they need to get better there in the offseason. But how do you look at this offensive line this week? We don't know who's going to be able to play. Sounds like Cam Fleming is a possibility. Uh, that would obviously give him a little bit of a boost at tackle. Sounds like Tom Compton could be back, which could give them a, a boost. We haven't seen him play all season. Uh, another free agent signing. Uh, doesn't sound like Billy Turner. Billy Turner's out. He's on the IR, so he's out for at least four weeks, maybe the season. Uh, and then you've got, you know, the center situation. Graham Glasgow sounds like he's doing better. I don't believe he, pra he I think he was limited yesterday in practice, but you could see a rookie there at Luke Wattenberg at center. What do you think of this makeshift offensive line? And I know you didn't play offensive line, Nick, but how important is that cohesion and meshing together as one unit up front and why that's so why it's been so difficult for the Broncos when you're plugging and playing, you know, different guys in, in, in different spots. It's important, George, because, you know, the, the right hand needs to know what the left hand is thinking. And when you have guys who have played maybe eight games, 10 games, uh, 12 games, it definitely, you know, helps out with that communication because each guy knows the other guy's strength and they know their weakness. Even though you have some of these guys who've been on the Broncos roster since the beginning of training camp, they haven't had that time to really gel from a communication standpoint. But here's the good thing uh, about Sunday's game. That game is at home, right, uh, opposed to being on the road. When you're playing on the road like Luke Wattenberg had to go in in that Titans game and he didn't have that chemistry with Russ, we saw balls on the ground, balls flying to the right or left, and Russ was trying to keep them from you know, being recovered by the Titans and then you're dealing with that crowd noise, so it makes it that much more difficult. At home, either way, the crowd is going to be silent, one, because the offense is not moving the ball effectively, or they're just going to try to give that hometown respect to the quarterback and the offensive line as we see around the league. But that's really important. And the most important of, of all the offensive line position is center to quarterback, because that center to quarterback exchange is so important. You cannot run the ball, George. You cannot pass the ball if you can't get the ball from the center to the quarterback. So I'm hoping that they did a lot of work, not just during practice, but after practice, Russell and Luke Wattenberg actually working on snap counts. What do you like to place your hands when they're on the center? What do you like to snap the ball? When I'm in the shotgun, here's where I like the ball. Okay, I'm a right-handed quarterback. So here, put it here on my right-hand side so I can see it but still look at the defense. These are all the things that I hope they worked on in practice and knowing, okay, well, what, will it be Cam Fleming? Will it be Tom Compton? We really don't know, but all I do know, there's a guy by the name of Max Crosby. He doesn't care who you roll out there. He's trying to steamroll him and just get your quarterback. So they better find a way to sack 
I mean, stop, excuse me, stop Max Crosby. Yeah, and, and you know, Crosby's obviously the number one issue. I think he had two sacks last time the Broncos played. He, he, he was really a monster, I think, especially in that second half. Uh, they got after Russell a little bit. So they got to protect on the edges. In terms of the center play, obviously, I've said on here multiple times, I have not, I have never played at a high level of football, but I did play center for quite a while and I was very good at it in high school. And I can tell you when you have different quarterbacks and you're playing with different quarterbacks, it takes time to build that chemistry in terms of snapping the ball, shotgun, uh, same with under center. And it's just one of those things that you just have to have a lot of reps with it. And then you get comfortable and you go forward. So when he came in last week and had a couple bad snaps and they weren't even really that bad of snaps, I don't think it was just Russell wasn't used to catching the ball where he usually snaps it like that just takes repetition. So hopefully they got, uh, you know, together and did that this week. I think they have, you know, Russell was asked about it yesterday and just said, Hey, Luke's played a lot of football in his career. He has, he played a lot at Washington, right? He was, I think he was a super senior at Washington. So he's done this before. He's, he's instilled that confidence in Luke this week, apparently, you know, talking to him, he talked to him during the game said, Hey man, you got this. You played a lot of football in your career. So I, I don't think that'll be as big of an issue this week because, again, all it takes is just extra reps after practice, snapping it over and over again to him, and eventually you get it down right to where you, you get used to each other. So it's going to be interesting. I like Luke Wattenberg a lot. I'm not saying he's better than Graham Glasgow, but I do think he can come in and, and play good football. Uh, I thought he was a really good draft pick. So uh, not as concerned there as I am at the tackles, right? Like Cam Fleming uh, I think would give them a pretty big boost just because – I think he's a pretty big upgrade from Calvin Anderson. Calvin Anderson just hasn't been playing great at that left tackle spot. And if you can get Tom Compton, a guy that they thought would be a starter when they signed him in the offseason at either guard or tackle, I think that'd also be a big boost. So uh, I, I don't know if, if Compton will be ready to go. He hasn't played all year, has had some back issues, which is obviously a big problem when you play the offensive line. But uh, I, I do think that they could, again, it might be like their sixth or seventh different starting offensive line this year which is just not good but if you get Compton and, and Fleming and, and you also have Glasgow playing it couldn't it, it could be a little bit better group than what they had last week well it definitely uh, could be a, a better group but still the cohesion is uh, what you are concerned with and you know what the Broncos should have done from the very beginning even when they had I guess a healthy four because Billy Turner was expected to be the right tackle and he wasn't you know, healthy during the early part of the season was fire out. Those first couple of plays, just run the freaking ball. Even on that first possession, even if you don't get a first down, run the ball to set the tempo. So that way you don't put your, your offensive linemen in a difficult spot where they're constantly sitting on their heels waiting to get punched in the mouth. Could you imagine being a right tackle and dealing with Max Crosby? He's long, he's athletic. He has a high motor. I would, last week against uh, the Colts, he's chasing down running backs from behind. That's just the animal that you're dealing with. But sometimes you got to stop that sense of urgency right from the beginning. And it's almost like a boxing match. You got to come out swinging and punch them in the face and let them know, hey, you're in the contest. You're not going to have like 60 plays where you can run up the field and get out our quarterback. We want to make you concerned about the run. This is something that the with, with, that the Broncos defense had to deal with when they faced the Raiders last time because Carr wasn't pushing the ball down the field because the PS2 had Devontae Adams on lockdown. So what did they do? Hand the ball off. 
hand the ball off. And Josh Jacob had almost 200 yards, if not 200 yards against his defense. So the Broncos need to employ that type of scheme if they hope to survive the game on Sunday. Yeah, they got to be able to run the ball, Nick. I, I think you could say that every single week. Um, that's been one of their biggest issues is you're sitting in these third and longs because you're not able to run the ball on first or second down, right? Um, and you're not even able to do it in, in short yardage situations when you need to pick up first down. So they got to be able to run the ball on Sunday. We'll see what the offensive line looks like again. It could be I, – I need to look it up, but I, I would believe it's it's got to be the fifth or sixth different starting offensive line they're going to have if Tom Compton ends up starting this game, which is just nuts to think that they've had – that many different combinations on the offensive line this season. But Nick, we got to take a quick quick break. Uh, And then there's another offensive unit I want to dive into that has quite a few injuries that we're going to have to see some, some new guys, some young guys step up this week if the Broncos want to win. 